I'll ask uh, Fran to come forward and uh, read our scripture reading for us this morning. Thank you, Fran. Feel free to adjust that to the right height for you. The reading is taken from Matthew 2, 20, uh, 2, 12 to 20. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophets. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child with, and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. Thank you, Fran. Thanks for that blessing, Peter. And we invite you forward to bring uh, God's word to us this morning. How exciting. It's the only preacher in my life I know that needs at least two lecterns. Probably three would be perfect. Father, we ask for your blessing on Peter this morning. We ask that you uh, um, bring your word to us through him. We give you thanks for all the preparation work that he's done in seeking uh, this word through you this week. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I believe we have switch on. <coughs> Can I take this opportunity to wish you all a very blessed and a happy new year. May you know God's presence in a new way. May you know that closer walk with him. May you know the outpouring of his spirit, not only upon your life, but upon your homes. I welcome you, those who are listening with us this morning. May God bless you. We miss you. We're praying for healing upon you. We thank God that he's an omnipresent God and he is with you also. I wonder, my friends, you have been reminded already by Gary that 
This is the first Sunday of a new year. This is the first Sunday of 2024. I wonder if you will go home from this church this morning the same way as you came. When our girls were little and we used to go out in the car, um, they used to say, Dad, can we go home another way, please? Well, I want to tell you from the authority of God's word this morning, there is another way for you to go this coming year. And I pray that it might start this morning. Another way for 2024. I have a text for you. It's in Matthew chapter 2, and it's verse 12. Then, shall I, can I move this out of the way? Is that all right? Because I felt that was in my mouth. <laughs> right, okay. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. I've just got two words for you this morning. Another way. I believe God has another way for all of us to go this year. In the, the context this morning, and I'm going to be, there's so much, I reckon there's at least four sermons in this chapter, and I can I recommend that you read the first 12 verses before um, you finish today, so you get the whole picture. In, in chapter 2, verse 2, the context is, these wise men came, they'd been led by a star, they were astronomers, stars study was their life. And this star was an extraordinary star. And they said, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we've seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Very quickly, and that's another sermon. I'll have to wait another year for that. They heard, they sought, they found, they worshipped him. Oh, have you heard that Jesus is alive, he's born as a babe, but now he is none other than the Son of God. They, they sought him, they found him, they fell down and worshipped him. Isn't that what we're sought to do at communion as we thought of our blessed Saviour who died that most awful death on Calvary's cross because he gave his life for us that we might have life more abundant, rich and free. In, in verse 11 we read those incredible words, when they came into the house they saw the young child with Mary's mother and fell down and worshipped him. And then they opened their gifts and presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Another subject in its own right this morning. He is our wonderful saviour. The shepherds, as they were on the hills, were absolutely amazed as the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said, Fear not. Why? I bring you great tidings, glad tidings of great joy, for unto you this day is born in the city of David a saviour who is Christ our Lord. He is none other than Emmanuel. God with us this morning. I've got four points for you and I'll have to get skates on. They departed and went another way. 
It was, first of all, this morning, an instructed way of being divinely warned of God in Job 33, 14 and 15. For God may speak in one way or another, yet man does not perceive it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on <coughs> their beds. Remember how God spoke in a dream to Joseph, how God spoke in a dream to Jacob and Daniel, and so I could go on through scripture. But God speaks mainly today through his word. We have the full revelation of the word of God in Hebrews 1, 1 to 2. God, who in various times and in different ways spoke in times past through to the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken to us by his son who he is appointed heir of all things and through him he made the worlds now we have the living word of god through his son who is the word of god one john that i think you had a sermon on the other sunday i was thrilled when gary put online the other week that between the first of December and up to Christmas you read a chapter every day all oh, my friend then I can I encourage you this year to carry on reading God's Word God speaks through his living word it's living as I studied this afresh this week there's at least four sermons here and I kept it time why didn't I see that before why didn't that that's Look, we're going to deal with two words as well, and I'm going to fight to get the message over to you. There's so much in these two words, they went another way. It's a living word of God. And God still speaks through his precious word. God speaks today through his word. If we desire to be directed from God, then we may expect to be led in the right way by God. God knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Look at verse 8 and 9. And he sent them to Bethlehem. This is Herod. And he said, <coughs> go and search diligently for the young child. And when you've found him, bring him back, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him. Herod was a liar. Herod had no intention whatsoever of worshipping Jesus Christ. But they were obedient, we'll see in the moment, uh, to the word of God. They were directly, divinely warned of God that Herod was a liar. Herod had one intention and one intention alone, to kill the Christ child. They are such solemn words. In Hebrews 4, verse 13, we read these words. And there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. All things known to God. Let's look back this, to this morning to the past year. God had delivered us in many ways this last year. The warnings have come, but have we heeded them? I put down trees down and so on and so on, car crashes. I remember very vividly I've been called of God to go out one morning and to speak to a person that needed pastoral care 
and I got about five miles away and the clouds gathered and the wind got up and I heard a voice saying, go back home. You asked me to go to so-and-so, go back home. I returned back home to find a lady knocking at my door in tears. <laughs> a lady two nights previous as I'd taken people home from a prayer meeting had come in the middle of my car and fell on my car stone drunk. I gave a text that day. I told her that Jesus loved her. I told her that Jesus had a purpose for her life. I had the joy in a week of leading that lady to the Lord. God works in mysterious ways. His wonders to perform. He works through warnings. Uh, have we heard his voice? Are we listening to the warnings? The, the <coughs> wise men were totally obedient to the voice of God. They were divinely warned of God. I put down here my wife Mary. On Tuesday night she had messages from Facebook. The river Pant goes through Cotton Mill and we got land that joins Cotton Mill. And there's a picture of a van in the water. And there's a picture of a van I know taking his son's little rowing boat to try and open the van's door. Another man sent another Facebook message. Why didn't he look at the warnings? There's a gauge on Cottonmouth, and the gauge said there was three or four foot of water at the beginning, and in the middle, as you go down to the bridge, it was five or six foot. He didn't heed the warning. Are you heeding the warning of God this morning? That van was a write-off. That man's life was saved. How many have been lost this year? Because they've gone their own way. They've not gone the way <coughs> of Jesus. I want to just read a few verses to you, if I may. This is so serious this morning. As we step into this new year, that we heed the warnings of God. <coughs> Proverbs 14, verse 12. There is a way that seemeth right to man, but the end of that way is death. In Psalm 32, verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with mine eye. Psalm 1, verse 6. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God is speaking, I believe, to the world in an unprecedented way. My Bible tells me when you see these things begin to happen, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. What have we seen in Japan this week? An earthquake. We've seen a tsunami. We've seen thousands die. 
how many mums and dads and grandparents are here this morning because their children have gone the wrong way and they're in the far off country this morning and our hearts break and our hearts are saddened they were divinely warned of God secondly you'll be pleased as quick gets quicker as we go along it was a way of fellowship they departed they were taking glad tidings they had met Jesus God in a body God comprehensively made man <coughs> excuse me I couldn't even have done I can't I said to the Lord I'll not raise my voice but I can't help that <laughs> I've got a message to preach <laughs> they departed to take this glad tidings in John 14, we have this incredible discourse between Jesus and the disciples. He says, I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place, I shall come again. It's in the affirmative. Thomas was completely confused. Lord, how do we know the way? How do we know where you're going? Jesus says, Thomas, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. You can't get there by good works. Anybody? You can only get there by personal faith in Jesus Christ, by knowing Jesus as the way, the truth and the life. He's the only way to heaven. He's the only way to God. Do you remember the two on the road to Emmaus <clears throat> after that resur the resurrection of our blessed Saviour? Did not our hearts burn within us as he met with us by the way? He says in Psalm 32, 48, I, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is the way, walk ye in it. Isaiah tells us, you will hear a voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. The other way was a way of divine warning. God speaks. God speaks from circumstances. He speaks for his word. He speaks in so many ways. May we heed the warning. May we tell people the warning that they're going to Christ's eternity. They need to repent and turn to my Saviour who has opened arms as my said, Come unto me, all you that labour and heavy laden as an will give you rest. But it's a way of fellowship. Oh, my friend, are you going to have a closer walk with God this year? Are you going to make that commitment to walk closer with Him, to get to know Him more, to love Him more dearly? Thirdly, it was a way of obedience. They departed. They were obedient to God. You see, you cannot serve two masters. You can't serve Herod and God. It's one or the other. Herod was totally against God. He didn't want a rival. He wanted to be the king. But Almighty God had a different purpose. Praise his name. Let me quickly read verse 13. And now when they departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, stay there until I bring forth word to you. For Herod will seek the young child 
to destroy Then in 15, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I've called my son. And verse 16, then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. I can imagine him being vivid. And he sent forth to put all the children, male children, who were under, under two years, to be destroyed. It was a way of obedience. You cannot serve God and Satan. Satan was defeated by their obedience. Uh, verse 20, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the young child's life are dead. Joseph must have jumped out of his wits. He must have said hallelujah. If he knew the hallelujah chorus, he would have sung it from the bottom of his heart. Coward is dead. My say, my son, God's son in home is well pleased, is alive. He's victorious. And he will be king of the Jews and he will reign forever and ever under his kingdom, and there shall be no end. In John 14, verse 15, we read these words If you love me, keep my commandments. The other way is a way of obedience. I wonder this morning. Aided to make that new commitment, that I can make that new commitment to be in the house of God wherever we can, to be committed to the work of God here. I put down here to be baptized and I put James. Do you know when God gave me this message? I sat like Howell is at James' baptism. And God gave me this message and I was hoping I was down to preach the first Sunday of last year because I had the operation I couldn't I was on crutches I couldn't this message has been burning for so long it's such a crucial message do you love the Lord this morning what does hinder you from being baptized if you love him here is water it's under here we can arrange a service very quickly it's a time to confess it's a time to follow your Lord more deeply, more sincerely. What about membership of HBC? You're a lovely Christian here. You're a committed Christian. Make a commitment to God in this house that we might serve him, that our arms might be strengthened in the warfare of the coming days. What about God has given you a gift to preach? God has given you a gift to witness. God has given you a gift to go and visit. And we make that commitment and say, here I am, wholly available. I, I just saw that lovely lady smile. She's got a voice. I took a carol service three weeks ago and two young ladies about your age I just sang and I, they sang, Mary, did you know? And I thought of you. You've got a voice. Let me sing always for my king. Take my life, take my voice. Here I am. It was a way of obedience. This may this be a year of full commitment, a year of a closer walk 
with God. A divine warning, a way of fellowship, they went together. May we walk hand in hand with him this morning closer. But may it be a way of obedience. So hear my voice. Lord, what have you got to say? May you say, this is the way. Walking in it, a way of deeper commitment, a way of more faithful service for him. But lastly, finally, it's a better way. It's a better way, hallelujah. Howard's dead. Jesus is alive. We're on the victory side this morning. We're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in Hebrews 11, verse 16. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. It's a better way because it's an everlasting way. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. I'm on my way to glory. What a, what a prospect. The years in front. May it be a year when we get nearer and nearer to our God and so nearer to heaven, where he will shepherd us for all eternity. Psalm 139, verse 24. And see if there are any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Oh, it's the everlasting way. He's eternal, and so we shall be forever with the Lord. It's a better way. Secondly, it's a perfect way. As for God, his way is perfect. He'll never lead you in the wrong way. Listen to this, because I, I speak from a very full heart. It doesn't mean I won't have any more pain. It doesn't mean there will be no more sorrow or sadness. But it does mean that God will never leave me nor forsake me. He will be with me. He will hold my hand. The star took them to the very place where he was at five o'clock on Wednesday morning. I came down to make another cup of tea. It's magic cup of tea, you know what it does. And I looked out the window and the dawn was just breaking. And there was loads of planes going and crossing and I was just so glad that one was above the other and below the other. And then I looked. And I saw something I've never ever seen in my life. And whether it was a star or a, what's the word I said the other day? A comet. Just comet. A comet or something, I don't know. But it got my attention. It was so bright, it was so big. And I can tell you as I leant on the sink and just looked over, see the star led them to the very place where it was. And Jesus whispered so sweetly into my soul, and he said, the star has led you to me. I have saved you. I will keep you. I will never let you go. It's a better way. There is a better way for you to go this morning. It's a Jesus way. Fourth, thirdly, it's the right way. It's not in man to direct our steps. We need to be directed by God. Fifthly, it is a way of salvation. I, I love this. Paul and Silas are in prison. And, and there's this little girl who comes along in Acts 16, verse 17. The girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way 
of salvation. What are you saying this morning? You won't know any of these blessings until you seek the Lord while he may be found. Till you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and get gloriously saved. It's a way of salvation. Fifthly, it's a way of victory. Romans 8. Let me just quickly read you a couple of verses from Romans 8. I love this. I'm 37, yet in all of these things we're more than conquerors of him who loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I say hallelujah today. It's a way of victory. We have the victory through him who loved us and gave himself for us. But lastly, finally, and most gloriously wonderful, it's the way of Jesus. It's a way of all about Jesus. More about Jesus would I know. More of his saving fullness, more of the Christ who died for me. <coughs> Thomas, I am the way. Do you know him this morning? Are you trusting him as your saviour? Will you make that commitment this morning to go another way, a closer way with him? Will you put your arms around him and say to him, my Jesus, if ever I loved you, it is now. You're looking at a miracle this morning. Not only a miracle, but a miracle that, thank you for your prayers. I couldn't hardly talk the other day. I had to get married to talk to this lovely man. Daddy. I couldn't do it. There is a God who hears and answers prayers. There is a God who gives us a victory for his lovely son, Jesus Christ. He's gone to power place for us. And he's coming again. Can you say this morning, even so come, Lord Jesus, they went another way. Which way are you going to go this morning? The old way? <coughs> They're going to come at the foot of the cross and say, here I am. Holy available. As for me, I will serve the Lord. There's a way of eternal life or there's a way of eternal death oh may God show us that he's the only way and he came that we might have life oh, abundant, rich and free I am the way they went another way do you realize if they had been disobedient Jesus would have been killed We'd have no saviour this morning. But praise God, he's alive. And he's real. <coughs> and I trust he's burning in your heart. Let's pray. Father, just thank you for your precious word. Thank you that you are alive. Thank you that you love us so much you gave Jesus to be our saviour. Help us now to make a new commitment. It may be we've never decided to follow Jesus. It may be we've never put our faith and trust in you and ask you to save us and confess our sin and believe on you and get gloriously saved by your wondrous grace. But it may be that we're saved that we haven't been baptized. Lord, give us the courage to be committed to witness to others what a wonderful Saviour we found, how he's delivered us, 
May Lord, we make a commitment to join this church and to add in the warfare and the walk of faith for our God. May we, each one, with our individual gifts, say, Here I am, Lord, wholly available. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. God has spoken to you this morning. We would love to pray with you. <coughs> Don't let these moments pass. The devil would love to come and take this away. The birds of the air would come and take it away. Don't let them. God is almighty. Let him have his way. Amen.